Are we there yet? 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 We're there. Get your children vaccinated. Protect them from getting COVID-19 as they get back to being kids. Talk to your pediatrician. Thank you, Mom. Hello and welcome to the Cedric Bailey Radio Show. It is Friday and it's now time for the Slice Report. Let's go to Washington, D.C. Here's Mona Austin. Happy Friday, Cedric. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Mona Austin. This is the Slice Report. I've got good news and bad news on the Omicron variant. First, the good news. A Pfizer lab test has shown evidence that their booster partially evades the Omicron. A third dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 shot appears to be as effective against the variant as two doses were against the original virus, according to preliminary data from BioNTech. Experts admit that being doubly vaxxed is not enough to fight off Omicron and severe disease, but say that it will, with the two Two shots strengthen the immune system against the regular coronavirus and has life-saving benefits that reduce hospitalizations. Dr. Anthony Fauci says the bottom line is that the best defense is to get all three shots, including the booster, for ages 18 and older. Pfizer says an Omicron-specific vaccine is in the works. Now on to the bad news. President Joe Biden described these findings as good news amid a seasonal rise in the coronavirus. Since he took office, the fluctuating vaccination trends have stalled progress in managing the pandemic, the greatest challenge of his presidency. Despite Biden's insistence that vaccinations work and the ray of hope for another effective shot nationwide, hospitalizations have increased by 40% over the last month as the nation enters its first winter wrestling with the Delta variant, Cedric. And what have you been hearing, what do you have to say about that as we, you know, we're just transitioning from one form of this virus to another? Are you hearing from people or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I've been hearing some people on that. I'm going to share with you my personal situation. I have been sick and I went to the uh, clinic here the other day and I said, I need to go ahead and get tested. And so they were able to get my test and get the results and my results were negative. But I just wanted to be sure. But the good thing is, when I look at my card, I got three shots that I've taken. They asked me, which one did you take? I told them I took the Pfizer shot. And it has the dates and everything that I've done it. But believe it or not, there are still some people that refuse to take this. And I believe now the kids now are age five have been given the opportunity now to get the shot, Mona. That's correct. All the way up to the age of 18. And if you're 18 years old, you can also get your booster shots. And what we're seeing is that as the CDC and the FDA cleared these shots, the age group numbers have gone down, down, down. So there are more people able to get the shot than ever before. And as a result of the Delta variant coming back strongly this winter, good news also is that the CDC is reporting more people are actually getting booster shots. We hadn't seen numbers like that. But the point of the report is that those numbers have fluctuated over this past year. And President Biden was saying that he's hopeful that we will begin to see some consistency. And also at the White House this week, um, an unprecedented event coming out of the office of Vice President Kamala Harris. She held a health initiative for the very first time 
for maternal health. Now, the health of women in the government as a forefront item has usually been around, what, abortion rights. We usually do not hear the government really pushing for women's health in the sense that Vice President Kamala Harris did. So she held a summit and was with Olympian Alex Felix, who is a young mother, and talked about the importance of having support as a young mother for those women who are working, for those women who are first-time moms, how it can take a mental and physical toll, and the support that is necessary. So they addressed all of those issues in a virtual summit for the very first time at the White House, and Vice President Kamala Harris emphasized that the health of women is beneficial to society because it also has economic impact and that we should value the support of women in our society, Cedric. Definitely. And on to- uh, go ahead. I said definitely. We need to do that. Absolutely. And then on to a major headline from a prominent actor, Empire actor Jesse Smollett. As you know, he was on trial for the 2019 allegations against him for designing and orchestrating his own hate crime, a crime against himself. He showed up from his apartment with a noose around his neck on a videotape, and later Chicago police said that he was the one who placed that noose around his neck in Cook County and disrupted life in that area for a few weeks as the story got more and more convoluted. I'm sure you remember that. Well, Jesse Smollett, um, 39 years old, was accused of faking that hate crime, and he's been found guilty on five counts with a penalty of up to three years in prison. He faced six counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly falsifying statements to the Chicago police about being the victim of an attack that he arranged. Fans were divided on the the meandering tale that the Chicago police released. And when they said that it was a hoax, he still retained the support of a lot of fans because he played the lead character on Empire, Lee Daniels' really big series. And he said that he needed to get in shape for an upcoming role in Empire. And he'd asked the Asandaro brothers to help him get in shape, Cedric, and paid them $3,500 to help him with his health and fitness for his role. But the story got really twisted because he never described um, the physical being of the people who attacked him as being black or of African descent, but he did say that he had heard the words MAGA country. That's one of the things that's angering people who once supported Smollett, is that this became a hate crime and racialized situation based off what he said, and for the jurors to return a guilty verdict, people are now saying that his statements, according to a report from the Associated Press, that his statements were racially polarizing. And the prosecuting attorney said that as well, that he made it racially polarizing and it was insensitive to people who have actually endured hate crimes. You know what? I'm going to say this about that. I hate that he did that. He was right on the top and the show just went down in flames after that, Mona. It was pretty sad. It did. And he was making one hundred. He started out making around $28,000 per episode. That's an incredible amount of money per episode. But in a span of about four years, 
he went from $28,000 per episode to $100,000 per episode. So in his defense, it was argued, why would he orchestrate something against himself when he was at the height of his career? And there were inconsistencies throughout on both sides. He did take the stand himself. He had a consistent story saying that he was simply attacked. And the Elsandara brothers are the ones who told the police that they were the ones who did the attack. And Smollett ended up saying that he had a romantic relationship. He is a gay black male. And he had a romantic relationship with Abel Osandaro, which has left some people thinking that underneath all of this, it was perhaps a lover's quarrel. Wow. Yes. And um, I move on from that to the sad news of the passing of stalwart Senator Bob Dole. He was a Kansas senator who served decades in the U.S. Senate, and he died at the age of 98. And I think most appropriately, um, Kelly O'Donnell from NBC, he said he had a long life um, and long accomplishments. And that is certainly true. And his legacy, there is the World War II Memorial. He presided over um, ensuring that the World War II Memorial was established in the nation's capital on the National Mall. And after his funeral service, that is where his wife will lay a wreath. And um, at his funeral, Tom Hanks spoke, and um, he was just honored by so many people. He died of complications uh, from lung disease um, and had retired in 1996. And a piece of his legacy is that he was supportive of the MLK holiday and also voting rights, which we know now hangs in the balance of American politics, Cedric. All right. Well, Mona, thank you for the report today. We appreciate you. And, of course, the countdown is on for Christmas, and we can't wait. It is just right around the corner. It is right around the corner, and I just want to leave with this information, Cedric. I'm from the National Retail Federation. They said that there was a boom in sales coming out of Thanksgiving into Cyber Monday weekend, and that foot traffic is up, and that on average Americans spent $301.27 on holiday-related purchases, mostly on clothes and toys, and the season in-store foot traffic is up with a dip in online sales since the same time last year, and their prediction is that by the end of December, Americans will have spent $859 billion shopping. Now, with only two weeks left for Christmas, I want our listeners to know these important deadlines. If you're a last-minute shopper and you've got to get those gifts under the tree and you're using the USPS, that's the United States Postal Service, here are your deadlines. For retail ground, it's December 15th. For first-class mail, December 17th. Priority mail, December 18th, and for Priority Mail Express Service, December 23rd. I'm Mona Austin. You've been listening to The Slice Report. We got more to come, so keep it right here on the Cedric Bailey Radio oh, Show. Oh, I like to use my brain for you And use it to write songs for you You're getting all of the best of me Cause I'm giving all of the best of me Oh, love, my heart's only built for two You won't wear me up cause I'm the perfect shoe You're getting all of the best of me Cause I'm giving all of my best I don't need words And I don't need songs But I choose to 
Two. 